Welcome to the Level Line Show, where we talk about all things marketing, entrepreneurship, and mindset. Today, we have a jam-packed show as usual, and I can't wait for us to get into it. I'm your host, Lebo Lion, the voice of marketing and your friend in all things marketing, mindset, business, brand building, and sometimes pop culture. So... Recently, I have to give you a backstory to why we're having this conversation today. But recently, I was invited on a TV show and they asked us to speak about cancel culture. And there was a very famous man on the panel with me who totally hated everything I had to say about cancel culture. And I said to him that I'm an advocate for cancel culture. And I'll say it again today when we're having our conversation. And I'll tell you why a little bit later. And so I thought to myself, we actually have to have a proper panel discussion about cancel culture that allows us to unpack these topics in a deeper way. Because, you know, when you're on a 20-minute TV show, you don't really get to say much, you know? So I feel like on this podcast, we've got an hour, an hour and a half, we can really unpack this concept called cancel culture and actually understand what it is. But guys, don't forget, you know how we do on this show, we have to like, share, subscribe, comment, do all the right things that get people to see this podcast everywhere that you are. And we might even, after this whole shebang, have a section where we respond to some of your comments from a previous podcast that I think is actually tightly linked to what we're talking about today. But we'll see if we've got time to do that. So don't forget to follow me at LabelLine underscore SA or at the LabelLine show on literally every single social media platform. And also... Don't forget to, I'm trying to remember what I need to tell you to do, but I can't remember it right now. So when I remember it, I will share it on the podcast. Without further ado, let me introduce my guests. Q, you're joining us again. How are you feeling? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. For those of you who don't know who you are, just quickly give them an introduction. I am Lady Q. I am an entrepreneur. I do Airbnb and Airbnb training. Um, That's pretty much what I do. Don't forget to tell them you're the mother of the oh, host. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Mother of the hosts. Imagine personal <laughs> branding. We're about that here. And our second guest is Lawrence. Lawrence, please introduce yourself and welcome to the show. Lebo, thanks so much. Uh, thank you for inviting me to the show. Lawrence Dube is the name. Uh, I'm working in the academic space and marketing essentially uh, with uh, Vets Business School specifically. And of course, I'm a marketer and educator and of course, facilitator MC. This is what I do. And uh, thank you so much for bringing me in on this Great controversial day. Um, <laughs> controversial day. And an absolute pleasure to be here. Lawrence, you have a very famous sounding name. Yes. Lawrence Dube. Yes, uh, famous sounding name. I don't know if my dad named me after him, but uh, rumor has it is as soon as I got onto the scene, he changed his surname. So he's no longer Lawrence Dube. He's Lawrence Tabani. Oh. I guess there can only be one on the throne. Okay. I'll take it for now. <laughs> I'll take it for now. But no, I mean, look, great, great name and obviously great history. Yes. Uh, Lawrence Dube. From I mean Radio Bob to Metro to Kaya to many other things, uh, but um, Lawrence Dubey is here now. 
Thank you for joining us, Lawrence Dube. I might just say your, your full name every time. Lawrence, <laughs> Lawrence Tulani Dube. Dube. Lawrence Dube. Can I get that special treatment? Would you like me to say your full yes, name? I'd, I'd rather call you the mother of hosts. Oh, okay, okay. I we love that. that. I think that's Let's so cool. That. It reminds me of um, Game of Thrones, <laughs> where she's the mother of dragons. Love it. Mm. So I, I like the, the vibe. And you've mother got the, the hair. The Thank color. you. I mean, it's working. I love it. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about this concept called cancel culture. Yeah. And I believe, as somebody who is a teacher as well, that you have to start things off with definitions, no matter how shaky that definition may be. So I just went on to Google, and I Googled cancel culture, and this is what it says. Cancel culture is a phrase contemporary to the late 2010s and early 2020s used to refer to a culture in which those who are deemed to be acted or spoken in an unacceptable way are ostracized, boycotted, or shunned. Oh, take it again. Do we like that definition? Go deeper. Take it again. Let's take see it, it again. Should I say it one more time? Yeah. One okay. more time, slowly. Cancel culture mm-hmm. is a phrase contemporary to the late 2010s and early 2020s used to refer to a culture in which those who are deemed to have acted or spoken in an unacceptable manner are ostracized, boycotted, or shunned. Ostracized, boycotted, or shunned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All sounds negative, right? Yeah, it does. Uh, ostracized, boycotted, or, or shunned. shunned. Uh, can, can we not think of it as they've been asked to take time out? Okay. Uh, I, I think... I think, I think We've got to think of that definition in a little bit of a broader way, mm-hmm. in the sense that cancel culture cannot, can perhaps be uh, ten minutes out. And I, you know, I love, I love, I love how rugby works differently to soccer. Now, in soccer, you get a yellow card, you get warned while you're there. Yeah. After a while, you have a fair fence. Eventually, they they send you out. Mm-hmm. But I love how rugby works. Rugby, when you get a yellow card, you you spend ten minutes out. Yes. And for those ten minutes, you go out. You get you think about. They call it a scene bin. Yeah. You think about what you're doing and ask yourself, when I come in, should I play better, right? Okay. Should I do things better? So I'd like to think that there's a good in cancel culture. And hence I say those three terms make, sound, make, make it very harsh. But yeah. perhaps there's good. And I'm sure maybe when we, when we explore this issue of cancel culture, we may find that there's something good about it that can come at the end or somewhere in the midst of the cancel culture process. Is cancel culture the yellow card or the red card? Currently, many people want it to be a red card. Okay. If I, and, and I find that a lot of people want to, if something happens, I tend to think, you know what, label must be cancelled. Mm. Label must be absolutely cancelled. And, 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 but yet, perhaps the right thing is that cancel culture should be a yellow card. Yes. And, yes. and the question is, like in football or anything else, the question is, what should be worth a yellow card and what should be worth a, a red card? And are there things that are worth a red card? Don't human beings absolutely need a chance? After 20 years, and I've just been controversial here, after R. Kelly comes out of prison after 20 <laughs> oh, years... Lord have mercy, you did not can bring we not, R. Kelly can we not into this deem him to have been? Can we not deem him to have been rehabilitated? And therefore, he has a right to, to come back and say, I'm sorry, I've reflected, and here's good music, and we'll back on the dance floor. But Those you know, are some of the you know that questions. even that I'm, I'm sorry is not going to be accepted. You know how people respond to people's apology videos and yeah. make a joke out of it. Yeah. And that's something that I've never been able to understand. That in my head, cancel culture should be accountability culture. Mm. You messed up. We need to correct you. You need to see what you've done and then come and apologize. <coughs> Instead of just saying, Lebo needs to be canceled, give her the red card. No, give her the, red, the yellow card. Give her a chance to apologize. And when she does apologize, acknowledge mm. that that's a genuine apology, hopefully. Mm. But why do we laugh at apology videos? I think... 
yeah. I don't know. I, I think sometimes people don't want an apology. Mm. I've, do you know the thing about an apology is that it transfers the weight of the burden from the person who offended to the one who is receiving the apology. Mm. And now you carry the weight of, do I forgive? And, and many times you'll be surprised how much people want to own offense. There's something amazing yes, about offense, yes, yes. right? You know when someone is, offends you and feels like you've you taken know, it, you, know you want to keep I, it. I, I was speaking to someone and they were saying that sometimes uh, people are so ready for celebrities or public figures to fail because it now brings them to their level. Do you know what I mean? Like Absolutely. When you know that in life you also mess up in, in, at work or whatever it is in your house and you look at this person you think that they're all so perfect. Once Lebo messes up, I'm like, oh, Lebo's just like me, right? So now when Lebo apologizes, now she's being put back onto that perfect Pedestal, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I, I mean, I, I hear both of your points and I don't disagree, right? But where I would like to add some spices to say, a lot of the time we know that celebrities are not sincere when they are apologizing and that they have to be coaxed by their PR teams to apologize. And it takes a, a long time and a lot of the time they're just apologizing as a means to an end. Mm. You know, I can't lose this brand deal, therefore I must apologize. Yeah. What so would, people are questioning the sincerity what would of that apology. What would convince you that this is a genuine apology? That's a good question. What would convince somebody that something A well-written statement. Uh, uh, that's well, what, well that's what we statement. all... Absolutely. No. Oh, no. Sincerity. Oh, no. Let's, let's be clear. Let's be clear. <laughs> sincerity is two things. Sincerity is two things. Sincerity is one, is a heart condition. Let's, let's all agree that. And guess what? You can't see someone's heart. Okay. Right? So what you get is a perception of what you think is sincerity. Yeah. Right? The second thing that sincerity is, is, is a change of behavior. Mm. Now, a change of behavior you only experience after the person mm. has done it, right? Uh -huh. you, you, you've got someone that, that has a reputation of beating up women or girls or girlfriends, and they put out an apology because they have a great PR team, right? Yeah. But, but consistently, people come back and they say they're sincere. Yet, they come back in the second time around, the same issues are out that they have issues again with beating up women and other things or beating up men. This day is Nyashaya, so, uh, you know, uh, whatever, you know, whatever it is, you know. So, sincerity at the end of the day can only be two things. One, a heart issue, or secondly, it can be a change of behavior. Behavior is often a later issue. Yeah. We cancel yes. people when they, where they are, they've just offended yeah. or when they have just apologized. And guess what? At exactly. that point, it's all assumption. There's no way of telling someone is sincere, except that some very good consultant who's paid good money is going to put out a statement with better English than the person actually says. <laughs> better English. <laughs> Q, what are your thoughts? Um, personally, I just think that we, we should treat it as an accountability thing. And like, like um, Lawrence. Lawrence is saying, that you cannot just assume that it's a PR thing. Sometimes someone has genuinely learned their lesson. They have. Um, and it is for them to give an apology, make a statement. But, yeah, the way that we have mocked people's apology, uh, apology statements or letters is just its wild to me. Because even in the, in the workplace, for example, you do something wrong, your boss calls you in, you apologize. No one chastises you. No one shames you. It's between you and your boss, that sort of thing. And mm. they would consider your apology because yeah. it was a, it was genuine or they'd hope it's genuine so why are we not receiving that same thing in the, in the public um space so you're both raising very interesting points and the reason why i'm saying this is because an apology can work right yeah but what about the severity of your actions how do we measure the severity of your actions yeah, yeah. and then the, the apology or whatever mm. remedial action that's supposed to happen because of what you did. Mm. You know, some people will say, but a sorry is not enough. 
you know, and then where do we go from there? Yeah. You don't get to rape people yeah. mm. and then say sorry. Mm. <laughs> you ruin people's lives. But is, is the person not sorry? What makes you assume yes, the person yeah. is not sorry? Yeah. It's not an assumption that they're not sorry, but we're saying is sorry enough. Enough for what? En- enough for enough what? Enough to remedy what they've done. But some things is, do is not have a remedy. Is an apology to remedy? So. Some things what they is have an no apology remedy. For? What is an apology for? That's exactly what I said. You see, what yeah. people need to understand about an apology mm. is that an apology can be received, cannot be received. Mm. Because an apology is a transfer of burden from one person to the next. So is it fair? So, unfortunately... Is an apology a fair thing to give people... It, it is a fair thing them? because half of the time, it's what we think we need until we have it. Yeah. Right? So, if, 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 if an ex walks up here and says, you know, I'm actually sorry I was a bad person, mm-hmm. you, you, a part of you thinks you need it until at some point you realize maybe you didn't need it because you might have thought you wanted to process it on your own in your own way. But not only just that, anger has a way of making people want to have a sense of ownership and even identify with it. There are movements that have started, funded organizations, institutions, built on someone's anger off after an incident or something has happened yeah, to them, right? Yeah. So we, we want to sometimes build monuments on, on, on things like anger. So mm. when someone apologizes, be it they are not genuine or they are, they are genuine, the reality is a lot of people struggle to, they don't know what to do with that, with that apology. Yeah. Now, the question is, is severity. Maybe, maybe we should be talk, asking ourselves the question, what are the things that people get cancelled for? Yes. I mean, just think of it. What are the things that we know that people have been cancelled for? Most of them have to do with societal attitudes. Yeah. And at the center of, of the cancel culture is, is this key word that we, we, we use constantly, culture. Now, culture is a way of living and, a way, and the norms and the, the way we move, right? Now, the problem with culture is that culture is mobile. Uh, culture is mobile. Uh, someone gave me an interesting analog one day, and they said, many years ago, uh, many years ago, uh, the, the Orthodox Church used to say, uh, you know, uh, homosexuality is bad, and apartheid was good. Mm. Now, now it's the reverse. Apartheid was bad, and homosexuality is now good. Now, do you realize that it's a, in that community, it's a change of culture? Yes. Someone has learned something and unlearned something, right? Mm. And, and that's where the challenge is. But Mindsets also will tell you that societies also move in different paces and timelines. In another country right now, they've just put a legislation. Uganda, yeah. they put a legislation that will essentially make it illegal to, to, to you know, to, to, to be, be homosexual. To, to be homosexual. And, and there's legal consequences of, of the highest order. That means in that setting, in that society, the culture there has still has received a different set of information than the one that you have in South Africa, mm-hmm. the one you have in the UK. And guess what? If you walked into the streets of Uganda, even without the president saying this thing is illegal, if you ask people on the street, don't be surprised, most of them would turn out to be, by definition, homophobic. Yeah. So, so the question is, how do we engage culture? Mm. How do we engage culture? And is, is cancel culture itself not perhaps a part of the ever-changing evolution of societal values, mm-hmm. of attitudes, and what we thought was, was immoral? Back in the days, you know, if you favored, it was a big issue. Nowadays, the culture is probably more friendly to infidelity than we actually think, right? Yes. People are probably more open, what we call it, open mind. Yeah. And, and now we have definitions for people. We now call some people conservatives. Mm-hmm. And we now call some people ourselves liberals. liberals. Now, in between there comes cancel culture. If, I, if you behave in a manner that I don't feel that as a, lib, as a, as a, as a conservative, uh, you are behaving improper, I could say you look like you're an improper woman. And mm-hmm. then guess what? I will cancel you from my Instagram because that woman keeps trying to show us her hips and her bums because as far as I'm concerned, 
woman, put your face only and behave like a decent woman. Okay. Change of culture, that decent is no longer defined as what I, the conservative, perhaps just, may just be defining. Just to, to, to jump into what you're saying now, should we then say that <coughs> cancel culture should only come in when someone has harmed someone else? Whereas we shouldn't be cancelling people for their opinion on something. But an opinion can be can harmful. Harm. Do you maybe, see? Maybe, and that, maybe and get, that's the tricky part. For just, just. Um, a racial opinion can be harmful. Yeah. Like that guy who I think he owned his dad owned the restaurant cha- owns the restaurant chains, mm. and he was talking about how he saw so many black people at the beach, mm. yeah. and he called oh, them yes. some derogatory yes, name. Yes, that's yes, a harmful. Yes. yes. That's a harmful opinion. It should yeah. never be shared, yeah. you and know, I'm, and it's unconstitutional. Yeah. So he really infringed on many people's rights by uttering those words. Even that lady who went to prison, the white lady, mm. who said... Uh, Momberg, Vicky Momberg. Yeah, and she passed away in prison. Yeah. Oh, yes, She yes, called yes, us the monkeys. monkeys. Yes, yeah, yes. And she went to prison for it. Yeah. And there okay, were some, okay. some and of them are so innocent, right? There's, there's obviously laws that have, put in, have been put in place yes. for actions like that, right? Yes. So race is not one of the things that we could accept as someone's no, opinion. No, but because some people illegal. can. Some people say that uh, us taking a woman to prison just for saying we're monkeys is extreme and it's not racist. Yeah. Like she wasn't racist. Mm. No, but she was. No, okay, okay. you Some think people. she was. Do you get what I'm trying to <laughs> yeah. say? And that's where the tricky thing is with cancel culture. That yeah. It's about whose rights we infringe upon yeah. and then who's upset because you're upset about it. You're a black woman in South Africa. You mm. understand racism. Mm. But there are other people who are not part of that community who said, but she just said monkeys. She mm. could have said donkeys. Yeah. Would she have gone to prison? What I'm saying is that there have been laws put in place against but racism, still, right? it's still hard to interpret the law yeah. around racism. Yeah, I think laws... Can I just, just jump in there? I think laws are uncomplicated. The things that deal with laws don't necessarily result in... result in cancel culture sometimes, but they, they result also in a legal consequence for what someone has done. Exactly. Where cancel culture is, is mirrored is in that grey line space where you absolutely... You can't, by law... Someone is literally being an idiot by definition, in your own personal view, uh-huh. or you and a group of people think someone is being uh, mischievous, right? But, but there is no real law to it. Let's give a popular South African example. South African example, we know of a musician that for a long time was cancelled because they accused uh, a certain other musician of rape, right? And for a long time, that, that, that became the brand of this artist yes. until they went to court, and after court, they were proven that it was not true that he raped. Now, Let's understand something. Any woman has a right to go through a court process, a legal process, to get to a point where someone can be called a rapist, or guess what? It can also happen that they are also called not a rapist, mm. right? And even when they are called not a rapist, I will tell you something for free. The average, the average woman, most people, based on how they perceive that woman or their interaction with that woman, will maintain that the legal system failed them rather than the man is not guilty. Why, why is it that we never get to a place where we trust a judge? If We trust the judge if the judge sentences the guy for, for a certain case. But if the guy is not sentenced, we think, oh, the legal system failed us. So we, we already have a, a challenge because the legal process allows the finality, right? But yet, even with that finality of a court judgment that said that popular Kayserian musician was not guilty of rape, guess what? It didn't change that for some people, they still perceived him in a certain way, and he's cancelled. His fans then cancelled the lady. And so, I don't know, so she's that, still cancelled. So that one is tricky, and I'll, uh, I'll say this, we've got 
real legal justice, we've got the courts, then we've yeah. got social justice, right? And that's what I think can cancel culture is. Yeah. When we were on that TV show, I was saying that for me, cancel culture is rooted like way back in history when people were fighting for injustices that they felt like their current legal system and police system wouldn't be able, on, is yeah, failing yeah, them on, right? Yeah. So they were like, because our leaders are not helping us, we're going to do it ourselves, right? That for me is the basis of cancel culture okay. historically. So if we take it from that perspective, then even the 1976, the June 16th thing, that was cancel culture, mm. right? And then it isn't such a bad thing. Most revolutions that toppled governments and actually removed dictators were cancel culture. I think the problem is that you, you're giving such great examples of where it started and where it should have gone, mm -hmm. but the reasons why people are being canceled today are not. Yeah. But, but remember, guys, June 1976, yeah. the kids who did that thing, the parents were furious. Mm. And they were, they were, were the parents not scared? No, they were also quite angry because yeah. they didn't believe in the culture. They felt like these kids were being wild and unruly mm. and doing things in the wrong way. <laughs> so do you understand that a lot of the time as human beings, we like to frame things based on how we feel like victims to them mm. Mm -hmm. instead of understanding the overall social element of it and the, the justice element of yeah. it. Of who is it actually serving? It's bigger than me. <laughs> if people are canceling me, I have to understand why they're choosing to do that. Whether it's right or wrong is not the question. Yeah. It's first a why. Which society am I operating in and why do I not want to adhere to the rules in that society? Yeah, but and then why do I feel like I shouldn't be cancelled? Yeah, on, 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 that, the on that note, I think the, the key there, and I'm, I'm glad you've come to that, that yeah. every society has norms and values, yes. right? And when you live in that society, when you live in that society, you've got to then be able to, to, to live within those norms and values. Let me give you a very simple example, as I, which I gave a little bit earlier. You've got a country right now that has uh, made it illegal uh, for the LGBT community to, to express themselves, right? Mm. And you've got South Africa where there are laws that govern uh, some of these things that talk about hate speech. Yes. Now, in South Africa, based on the observation of that culture, of, of those laws, I may behave in, consistent to those laws. In other words, I may not say anything offensive uh, uh, to the LGBTQ community, mm -hmm. but it may not necessarily govern my thoughts about them. Yes. And, and that is where it becomes more complex, right? Exactly. Because it may not govern my thoughts or my private thinking yeah. about mm -hmm. them. And, 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 and so the challenge with legality is that legality is a good thing, but it never solves the, the back-end issues. It doesn't solve crimes against, against minorities. It doesn't solve crimes about women uh, getting bashed by their boyfriends, getting bashed by husbands, getting bashed but by husbands, based on, the, based on some of the cultural nonsense that we, we've imbibed for many years. But, but that's why you're answering your own question. Yes, I am. When you said, <laughs> but why don't people believe that guy wants the, the court say what they say? Mm. It's exactly that. And that's what I'm saying. It's such a complex thing. And I feel that when we talk about complex, um, cancel culture, people make it so personal. Mm. And then they make it this, they take it down to the, its lowest level, which is people sometimes don't like people who share their opinions. And mm. I'm like, but it's deeper than that. No, it's deeper than that. And we, we like I, to I'm, make I'm kinda it. I'm kind of on that side. <laughs> where people don't like people sharing their opinions. People don't like people sharing their opinions. But also, we make cancel culture. Uh, simpler than it is and we don't understand how it works in the greater context of society so most people will talk about it without actually going if I was in 1976 and I was a youth would I be against what my peers did but was was but but I would challenge you that 1976 was not really cancel culture I think it was no why do you I, think I, it I, I don't think culture? it was cancel culture I Tell don't think it's a, 
look, I think cancel culture is often a small group of, it, it, it speaks mostly to societal attitudes. Mm -hmm. And you then selecting that you and the community of people are going to selectively boycott. Yes. Uh, what okay. was the definition? Do you remember the ostracized boycott? Ostracized boycott, or an but often than not, ideally, it should not result in a physical con a confrontation of any sort. But what? but cancel culture. Yes, it okay. should not result in a okay, physical. Okay, but should it result in someone losing their career or job or? Well, it should. Okay, first I, I want to be clear. Can I, I am give for, an example now? Let me, let me be clear. For me, personally, let me be clear. Cancel culture is a good thing and it's a bad thing. That's how I view it. Has it has its pros and It has its positives, it has its negatives. I'm, there are I'm people who must again. lose their jobs for certain things. Okay, there's certain people who should lose their jobs yes. for certain things, absolutely. But just correct me if I'm wrong, if this counts as cancel culture. Do you remember, who's the insurance guy? Old insurance guy. Yes, yes. Yes. Same thing. Do you remember that story? Yeah. I remember. What Lost was he accused of? Do you remember what he was accused Cheating. of? Cheating on his wife. Exactly. Was was we that a private him. matter? We cancelled. It was or very was that, private. Was that a work-related matter? Very private matter. You see, that's but the problem. lost his job. Yes. Why? Because, because it was a work matter. It wasn't. Because they, it, it was. It happened okay. at it, work. It, it happened with, at work. Within the policies of the company, yes. he infringed on them. Yes. Wait, so what they, was the story? Did he cheat at at work, he, he cheated at some work with things, a but workmate. also they, they, the work oh, policy the also says that they don't accept certain behaviors. They say uh -huh. he so cheated. So they don't do cheating in that company. And they canceled do him. They don't. I so mean, insurance canceled him. They canceled no, it wasn't the company. As the people. No, the people and the company canceled him. Uh -huh. Because yeah. from a moral perspective, a lot of people say okay. cheating is wrong. Blah blah right. blah. So let's just say he had this. This happened at his home. Yeah, it wasn't had nothing to do with a staff member, or it had nothing to do with insurance per se. Yeah. Do you still think that he wouldn't have lost his job? He wasn't with a staff member. Oh, but, he wasn't. Yeah, but Even the worse. policy of the company says okay. they don't let's tolerate that behavior. Let's say that he wasn't with. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, uh, he didn't infringe on any of Q, your policies. Q, I want to respond to you. They still would have cancelled him. They still would have cancelled him. And do you think he would still be right if he lost his job? More than policy, it's also PR for the company. What, is, what do his actions mean for the reputation of the business? Yeah. And that's why they would that's have also cancelled him. That's the way I get bothered. Because I'm like... But you, you choose you, to you, cheat. His, okay, you do choose to cheat. But every single one of us, whether we're a public figure or not, we do have our fair share of nonsense. Personal moral failures. Right? Now... Holding someone accountable in their per professional life for something that they did in their personal life is where I find there's a major problem with this cancel but, culture. But is, 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 is your personal life not meant to be consistent with the values of the enterprises that you associate with? Which is what brand is. Yes. That's what brand association Abs is. Absolutely, so companies absolutely. want you to behave Everybody. consistently to their values yeah. so that if you're going to stand in front of people talking about this is my, the company I'm representing behind the scenes, your values has got to be consistent but with their company. But Hombo is talking about insurance. Let me ask yeah. you something. You have a company. Let, let's say you have a business. <laughs> yes, yes. You hire 12 people. Okay. You're young and up and coming. Your business is making money. Mm -hmm. One of your male employees gets accused of rape. Your stakeholders say, fire him or we leave. What are you going to do? But that's the thing. I know that these, they, there are policies and, and stake, uh, stakes at play here. Mm -hmm. But what I'm saying is that I wish there was another way to hold people accountable for their actions in their private life or a way to at least separate people's professional lives from their private lives. And I know it doesn't exist, but it's just something that in my ideal world, there would be a better way to hold people accountable for their actions from their private lives. But in that situation, what would you do? Would you fire him or would you keep him? Well, according to what's done, I would have to fire him. No, no, no. What would you do? You have a right to. Because I'm, I'm not living in my ideal. I'm not living in my ideal 
world that we're living in, what would you do? You would fire him, I would right? have to fire him. Only I would because your that. stakeholders say they don't exactly, want him. Right. What about the, the safety of your other employees who now don't feel safe because they've got a guy who's accused of rape in your team? Okay. Would you choose him over them? What I'm saying is this. Do you remember how I, I mentioned things that were legal, yeah. illegal, and then things where it was just a opinion or morality thing, yes. right? So, for example, if my employee was cheating and he was caught cheating, would I fire him for that? If the stakeholders say, yes, I must fire him, then shove. But in terms of or, or worrying about the safety of my, my other staff, no, I wouldn't fire him cause he's, if he's cheating because that doesn't harm anyone. No, not and the that's cheat. where I was saying that there should be absolutely consequences for if someone murders someone, rapes but someone. how do you know until they go to court? And it could take two years before okay, they're convicted. Okay, but while it's still being uh, questioned and all that, we can put them on hold, put them on, uh, um, so you know, suspend them or whatever suffers. the case. Their reputation still suffers. What? Socially, they're excluded whilst you're putting them on hold. What I'm saying is this. I would not put anyone on hold if it was something like a morality thing, where it's an opinion. You might think cheating is wrong. I probably think cheating is wrong as well that person doesn't think cheating is wrong. They've not harmed anyone, and it's not illegal. That's why I'm saying there should be different consequences for these things. We're putting them all on the same scale mm. when they're very different. I think that what we don't understand as people is that people invest in people, and people are in charge of things. So we can have these entities called businesses, mm. but the decisions that are made at the end of the day are made by people and their beliefs, their internal beliefs, right? So you find like with a lot of political parties, for example, they'll be funded by families who have certain views. And if that political party does not stand by those views, they're not going to get the money. And it's the same with the world. And that's why cancel culture becomes so tricky because if you're in a place where the stakeholders believe that it is immoral to cheat, they don't give a damn if it's illegal. They feel like it just makes the company look bad and creates a different culture that they don't want in the okay, company. But now, that is when, when the, the stakeholders or the investors pull mm. out of something because of what you said, I wouldn't count that as cancel culture. Because yeah. cancel culture comes from the people. From, from the That's audience. That's what we're talking it's about driven. Yeah, exactly. It's consumer and audience driven mm. rather, than, uh, rather than the employer uh, driven in, in the main. I think yes. That's how I see it. But, yes. but I think the one thing that we... Oh, there we go. Sorry, can you, can you, repeat, can you repeat that last part? Uh, oh. Were you saying that, that it's the cancel culture is more... Audience driven. Audience. Yeah, it's, it's yes, yes. audience driven. It's, it's, the cancel culture for me, as, as the way I see it, is, is that it's audience driven than yeah. a company, the company canceling. The company is not doing cancel culture when it cancels your contract. Yeah. That's a contractual, doing, that's, that's, that's basic HR. They are doing uh -huh. a contractual issue because you Damage violated control. an employment contract that you had. Yes. And I think cancel culture is about the people that consume certain brands that, that, that are recipients of that brand or fans or whatever they are. Them saying we will not continue to patronize yes. or continue to buy or purchase or listen to yes. your music yes. or your products because of a certain behavior statement. But when the company then comes, but of course I must say that people can also cancel companies. In, in essence, right? We can cancel companies. Wells Fargo, yes, for example, yes, yes. had an issue where the CEO said there's not enough black talent to, for them to find employees, which black community found offensive. You remember L'Oreal put out a statement uh, in support of the LGBT community and, and there was a, a popular movement called One Million Moms that said you're trying to push all this LGBT agenda onto our kids yes. and stuff like that. And, and, and they, the audience, 
cancel them, mm-hmm. but it cannot happen the other way. And, and I guess it's the power dynamic of it that we can discuss about it. So, yeah. so the reason why I was mention, mentioning that actually is to say that it's the culture, like you were saying, yeah. that cancels. <clears throat> so whether the employer is the one who has to terminate the contract, that contract and the, the way they've designed it comes from ethics and values that come from people. Yes. You know what I mean? So yes. they decide as people, we don't like people who cheat, yeah. so we're going to make a company policy. So if we make it policy, does it make it less uh, subjective? Yeah. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, at the end of the day, it's still people deciding how we should behave. And then if you don't adhere to that, they cancel. Yeah, yeah. So I wanted to ask, don't you think then brands should actually take a bit more responsibility and accountability for the people that have been backing them? Right, as and take that as an opportunity to back those people because, yes. for example, like the is it uh, Kajiso or Kajiso, yeah. 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 Kajiso, Kajiso. yeah, him, right? Um, yes, he was he was he was cancelled by outsurance, right? Which I agree it goes with those business ethics and da 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 da. But then the next morning, that's the same guy that was on on, on uh, a morning show on SBC3, they also cancelled him, mm. right? And if and if other brands, brands will always follow what other brands are doing. So if this guy's two biggest brands, who he's there every morning representing these brands, abandon, I don't even want to use the word, can't abandon him, him. Yeah. Yeah. Right, at his time of need, yes. then what does that say about the brands themselves? Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So there's no are our brands to loyal to exactly. the people who the work for them my, and my who represent them? That you, you, we always speak about how brands are for the people, by the people, all that stuff. That would mean that people have both good elements and bad elements to them. So if someone acts in a way that is a bit questionable, and when we say a bit, I think that's where we have to discuss now, where's the line? Exactly. Right? (laughs) But humans will behave like humans, and humans are always going to default on something. Yes. Do you just abandon them? Brands are loyal. Let's Hmm? be clear. To their money. Brands are loyal. (laughs) They are just loyal to themselves, their values, their ideals. Mm. So when you behave inconsistent to any of those things, in, in loyalty to themselves, and by the way, remember, the brands assume that the people that consume their products have a shared value interest in them, right? Mm. And so as a result, what normally happens is, is once you, you, have, you are in front and front page of, of their brand, as soon as you behave inconsistently to their brand, they remove you. As far as I'm concerned, the brands are correct in removing you. First and foremost. Why? Because they need time out to be able to clear this issue such that they get to a place where they would like to believe that you have not. Now, anyone, and Lebo, you, you, you're a marketer, you would know this. The hardest thing you can ever do is to back someone who ends up proving on the wrong. And I'll give you an yes. example. I'm a big <laughs> Liverpool fan, Liverpool FC on any day. I'm a Liverpool fan. Yeah. And many years ago, Luis Suarez had a racial incident with, with, a, with a, a, another player, uh, you know, mm. and, and then beat another player. And you know what we did? The players went onto the pitch wearing a Luis Suarez shirt and specked someone who later on was found guilty. guilty. Mm. That is brand damage that you don't recover from so easily. And, and that's why for a brand, they will operate like a restaurant. You know, if you've ever been a waiter, I was a waiter a little bit while. This is what, what happens in the waiter. If I bring food to you, and you're not happy with it, and I say, I want a medium well, and you bring me a well done and it's bent. The first principle any waiter is told is the first thing you must do is take that plate off. The, the, the very sight of it reminds someone that you're being insistent. So the manager will come and take this plate off, take it away, 
and they say the manager will come in and apologize for you. And I think that's what any brand does. The first thing it does is it protects itself, it takes the plate off, moves it across, and someone comes and says, I apologize, I would like to do better. Mm. And unfortunately, whether we like it or not, guys, there is no way of keeping you in the job while it's been investigated. Okay, yes. but... You will lose money. You will lose money Absolutely. while you are packed somewhere, and then the case will finish. And the reality is... That's what just happens. Okay, but as you mentioned earlier, should he not have been given the, the yellow card while they investigate, whatever? Let's, like we said earlier, let's pretend like it wasn't get, breaking any policies of the company. Should yeah. he not have been given the yellow card while we investigate? And then we bring him back on board maybe to make an apology, apology and then continue. It's, it's, the, it's the proverbial rugby yellow card, like I said. Mm. You still need to go sit down, mm -hmm. think about it. And while we're at it, we'll see if you behaved correctly. Exactly. And then we will bring it back. But I think every brand must protect itself, especially when it's a come to a corporate. I think any corporate should protect itself by any means possible. But moreover, because the brand ambassador can change any time. I feel uh, that... Oh, oh, sorry, can I ask a question then? With brands protecting themselves, should then, should the, is the answer cancellation? Shouldn't the answer rather be rehabilitation? There you go. If brands are protecting themselves. <laughs> yes, they're protecting themselves, exactly. but when going into contract with this person, yeah. right, shouldn't conversation like these be had with um, the client that they're going into a relationship with? So my question is, should it be cancellation or rather rehabilitation for that person. I, I don't think brands cancel people. That's, like, yeah. that's exactly what I told people earlier, yeah. that I don't think brands cancel people. The natural order of a brand is that normally it's an HR process. All they are simply saying is, unfortunately, the, the public right now is in an uproar because they found out that you're cheating and you are headlining our adverts. Let's pull off the adverts because currently people are enjoying the juicy news about, sometimes it's not even about shame that you've done anything. I mean, the case of Katlego, right now, the problem is you have become, you are meant to tell our story about our insurance, but guess what? You are the now the story. It's literally the case of a journalist who becomes the story. So what a brand is basically doing is they're treating you like the bad food in a restaurant. They take the plate off for a season so that if things come all right, guess what? And we all know this, right? The case that we're talking about, he's back on television. Mm. He's back, he's doing well. Now, we can talk is, about is the he, social justice, the social justice of losing his money. Not. I'm sure he does not want it also. In his own anger, I'm sure he does not want it. I would also. Yeah, no. in, in your ego will come into play. Mm. But, but the social justice issue is he has a choice to go back to the person who accused him of doing a certain action and say, during that time, I lost one, two, three, four amounts of money. And that's what we call a lawsuit. You sue people for loss of income for the time that you want. But basically, usually, like everyone else, we tend to think it makes too much headlines. So guess what? We let it go. Let it go, yeah. I just wanted to say, right, I, think I, I agree with the point that you made that I think we must also remember that there are consequences for things that we do. Yes. So when a brand cancels you, not working with you anymore, it's a consequence of people canceling you. Yeah. So I, I think that we must also remember that there are consequences in the actions that we do. It's not really about the brand saying, I, you're going to taint our brand, et cetera, et cetera, but Absolutely. it's a consequence yeah. of what you did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And silently, by the way, this is something that most companies will not tell you. Many of the guys that you think got canceled by a company were paid off for the rest of their contract. Yes. We just don't say it loudly. It's a, it's a common marketing process. They can't say it. It's in the contract. Adidas, Adidas tried to cancel Ye, Easy, and yeah. they realized the money doesn't make sense to cancel the guy. <laughs> so eventually, so the truth is they don't say it. They don't make it loud. Companies yeah. have a right to, for privacy. Yeah. They remove him in front of you, but that does not mean that that bad meal that the waiter served you, 
they take it to the back and guess what? The same manager who came to apologize says, guys, no one is eating this thing, so I will eat Let's it myself. Eat. Yeah, yeah. They don't throw it away. Yeah. Mm. So half of the guys get paid for that money and the rest of their contract. Are we mad at cancel culture because we call it cancel? Are we yes. mad at the word? So if it was it exactly the same action, but we gave it a different name, no, no, no. we'd be the okay with it. The actions would also be diff- slightly different. How? I just think that look at what the person did, mm. right? There's, there's scales to it. There's, that's that's whole, what my whole chat has been the whole time, is that there's levels to people's... Act, uh, uh, weights to people's actions, right? Yeah. You cannot cancel someone who has raped someone or murdered someone at the same rate that we're canceling someone who cheated or lied about something. Do you know what I mean? Can I, can I put a span in the works here? Yeah. This cheating. Let's use cheating. It's a beautiful let's example use, yeah. because it doesn't, it's not really a crime, is it? Mm, it's not. Unless you're going to put morality to things. Uh-huh. Yes. Let's say the president cheats on his wife. Yes. Does he deserve to be cancelled? Can, no. Can I? Can I? Can, no. Can, no. Can, can I? Can okay. I? Can I? Can I? Can I? Can I? Can I give you? I'm glad yeah. you've come to that. I'm yes. glad we've come to that. And I'm, sh- <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm sure the women are thinking, man, cheating. Yeah, no big deal. Can I? Can I? I will explain what I explained a little bit earlier. Yeah. Every society has a different set of values that they see practiced consistently. If the South African president cheated on his wife, it's no big deal. You know why? <laughs> Because our general values outside in general have proven that cheating is not a big deal. But yeah. guess what? In other political circles, if President Biden finds found out to have cheated on his wife, gone. he is gone. Yeah, so it's Bill about Clinton. setting it's about yes. setting an industry. I'll give yeah. you another example. Have you realized that cancelling artists is a very unique, tricky business? Mm-hmm. Chris Brown yes. <laughs> has a litter of issues yeah. day in, day out. Yeah. But he's, he's putting out hit after hit. He's yes. cancelled, but what? No, he's cancelled, but guess what? Really it does not stop him. He's, he's, he's trying to cancel himself, but <laughs> we're just like, dude. Really? It doesn't I, matter, I but, are, but guess uh, what? He has an audience who are privately consuming him. He really does. Yeah. Some of them publicly so, and all he's doing Big is he's doing music. Music is still coming out. He's featuring, he's getting stuff. He's not broke, he's not hungry, I can tell you one thing. Yeah, he's not. And the centre of it is this. For me, I find that artists get away with cancel culture because of this one thing. With artists, people try and separate the content or their output and themselves. Mm. That's why when you're an artist, you can do a happy that's, song, but you are sad, right? That's so we I'm separate the two yes. between what they bring out exactly. and themselves. What is but it eventually, that, they could be one thing. What is it that is your job? Your job is to make music. And that's why he's able to get away with such things, right? Because the music is still being made apart from what's happening in his personal life. Whereas in your example, this is a president mm. who's supposed to be, oh, let me just liken it to maybe a pastor. If a pastor were to cheat, he would he be cancelled. Why? Because your job is supposed to be to, to be, be a moral paradigm. A moral, exactly. If your president can cheat, he's saying it's okay for any citizen to cheat. No, he's not saying that. No, no, it's, that's not his job. Is. That's it's not his, his job. His job, the president, and I, I remember watching something with Michelle Obama. Yeah. And she was like, Whatever the first M- Michelle lady. Obama, Wago America. Yeah, Wago America. Wago America. Yeah. Not Wago South Africa. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Which one is that? Continue. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what I'm trying to say is she was speaking about the social responsibility her and Barack have yeah. to the people, right? Mm-hmm. And she was saying whatever we show as a family becomes the model of what the American family needs to be. Yeah. Right? So it's the same with the South African president. Whatever he shows... Lebo. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. Lebo. I'm just Lebo. saying it's South supposed Africa's to be... greatest role model probably is one of the... Let me say good English like <laughs> someone who works in an academic... <laughs> the, the Mandela, Nelson Mandela. Eh? 
Actually, had a messed up personal life. Actually, and everything, very up, everything about very most of it, very messy. Let's so, be honest. So look, we I'm, we I'm like not, to analyze Nelson Mandela in, in isolation, in isolation of, of the of man his and his life. background. Yes. His personal life was rather messed up. Everything then, you read about him, Jacob Zuma was elected. Thing, no, Jacob Zuma was elected with the tyranny of legal issues. So what morality? Forget about it. Safka's politics does not have morality at the center of it. No, and and what I was saying is making that point exactly that it's it shows. It's like this horribly blatant illustration of the fact that as a country we don't have leadership because those kinds of things don't exist. A country that has values has better quality of life for people, and you usually see even better behavior most of the time. I'm not saying all the time. And that's why you see in places like Sweden and wherever, they don't have a Twitter culture of cancelling. Yeah. But they also have a great justice system. People believe when a judge says someone is guilty, they're mm, guilty. Mm, mm. And there's a reason why here we don't have that. All right. And that's why people have to also be the judges of crimes and the but, judges of behavior. But the problem is that we're not problem. able to separate, like you said, people's professional lives from their personal lives. And you can be a cheater, but you could be the best person at what it is that you are supposed to be doing. To do. You know, being a president. We're entrepreneurs. Mm. We watch this content all the time, entrepreneurship mm. content, mm. right? I've seen so many things where people will say, I won't just hire somebody who's great at the job. Mm. I also need to hire somebody who knows how to work with people. So they'd rather sacrifice somebody who's a 90%, get a 70%er, mm-hmm. but who's also 60%, 70% good with people. Mm. Why? Because leadership isn't just related to how well you do the job. Mm-hmm. It's about how you behave and your character. My, my and that shows in everything you but do. Now, but now we're not, ca- uh, not cancelling people for their character. Because someone no, can be... But a, a, cheating is your a, character. Uh-uh. Yes. That's, that's a flaw. That is one it's, flaw. It's a character, character flaw. flaw. No, no, it's no, a character. character flaw, yes. But it's Wait, one flaw. Mudiva has a good question. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Why am I defending you know cheaters? <laughs> I, I think, without going too far, I think it helps to just accept the fact that as human beings, right? Uh, Chris Lord. Rock's uh, latest com- uh, comedy special is called Selective Outrage. Yeah. Mm. And honestly speaking, as a society, we are just inconsistent as yes. people. Yes. We yes. need to just accept mm. that. Yes. yes. Absolutely. One. Secondly, is uh, the fact that on that inconsistency it's very interesting because i'm definitely with where where where, where q is coming from to say that we try we like to separate the art and the artist in some cases but in in other cases cases, yeah yeah no and Chris Brown is a and great if it's example. And that you don't like, you don't separate. But yes. if it's the one you like, you're like, ah, you this person is too good, Baba. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And Chris Rock is a, not Chris, Chris Brown is a great example. Yeah. I've said it previously on a previous episode that I feel like Chris Brown was put into the naughty corner and then, mm. you know, he's been he, out. He got the yellow card. He, he, no, it's he not, yeah, he was yeah. put into the... And, yeah. and because as a society, we're meant to be easily getting to a point where we say, guys, are we cancelling people to rehabilitate them or to punish them. Absolutely. It should be a simple debate like that. Absolutely. But unfortunately, the selectiveness that we are, uh, where we find themselves is where things become a bit hard, you know, because now a lot of people will sit there and say, why am I being cancelled when you're not cancelling that other person? So and so. Which makes, which makes the cancelling issue so hard to... Mm to take seriously. Yeah. A lot of people that get cancelled don't even take it seriously because they're like, you guys are cancelling me, but you've allowed XYZ person to, to go out and roam. Yeah. 
And I think the last thing I'll, I'll mention is the fact that certain brands, because we spoke quite a bit about companies, certain brands have done well supporting people that have been cancelled. Mm-hmm. Take Absolutely. Nike, for example. Nike has done well supporting Ka- Colin Kaepernick. Mm. Uh, they've done Tiger well Woods for cheating. Wood. Yeah, Tiger Woods for cheating. Back. Right? And, 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 and in all of these, once the dust is settled, they come out with a great ad campaign. There you go. We the stood, higher level for a good strategy. by mm. this guy was all of you tried We're canceling to, him. You know, tried yeah. to cancel him. I think, I think the remember. problem yeah. is, is brands, like, like you're mentioning now, that we need to remember that these are people mm-hmm. and people have flaws. So if you're going to choose to work with Tiger Woods, you need to choose to work with Tiger Woods. To the end. To the end. Yeah. Of course, if he murders someone, that is different. <laughs> yeah. If he rapes someone. But like, that is Tiger Woods. And he's a cheater, but he's our Tiger but Woods. But he's good at what but, he does. But guys, exactly. we're also forgetting exactly. that if we're going to use the business idea and we use Nike and whatever, in, in marketing, in PR, yeah. we need to have a villain. Yeah. We need to have a victim. We need to have someone who saves the villain. Yeah. I mean the victim, right? Mm. So it's not like brands are these great entities that just want to help Tiger Woods or whoever. No, they are creating the story that they're like, ah, people gave us a victim. Oh, the people are going to be the villains. Cancel culture. True. And then we're going to be the saviors. True. Yes. And we have to understand True. that outside of that, if the brand had to be really honest, they're using these people. They're honest. They're of using, they're villainizing the public and making the public look like these evil people. When actually, that's why I keep saying, we are talking about the individuals who've been cancelled yeah. and saying they are victims. And I completely agree that there is an element Some of victimhood, yeah. right? And there's trauma to that cancel yeah. culture, definitely. But we must also not pretend like the masses yeah. uh, walk around with these cards and they just want to cancel people all day. Yeah. But they, you know, they, they also, they, no, they don't, they don't. They don't. Lebo, let's, they be clear. don't. let's be clear. Yeah. The one thing we must understand about the ordinary person is that we have different views, yes. we are raised differently, and we have a different set of values. Yes. That's why we even vote differently, right? Mm-hmm. Someone else votes for someone who's immoral as, as an alternative, yeah. that we vote differently. So let's agree that because we're different and our sets of values are different, we have what we think is com- common values. Exactly. And that's what people use. But at the same time, let's admit that the, the natural flaw of human beings is such that there are people who will cancel you because they're actually just being mean. They, want to, they say, want to see you fail see and they want fail, to see exactly. you go down and hope you yes. disappear so that they feel better, better about, about themselves. themselves. Yes. There's something yes. about even moral paragons, you know, and I always think people are harsh. Have you ever seen how, what happens to even people like pastors, for example? Mm-hmm. Every marriage man is a candidate for adultery. I will say it on any day. As long as you are married, that's the day you got a candidate number. You are a candidate for adultery. Right? Anyone, whether umruti in, you are now a candidate. You are now yeah. in the class. You're married, you're you might write the exam one day, yeah. right? Now, but we are an unforgiving society sometimes. sometimes. Yet we go back in our own place of reflection and realize that, look, perhaps there was good reason. Yeah. Let pastor sit out for six months, yes, go through what yes. he has go through, go through counseling, uh-huh. like we are going through in our mm. own thing, and come back one day mm. and he can continue. Mm. But you know what someone will do? We'll say, ah, that's the end of it. I'm not listening to yes. them. Yes. But also, I just want to come on a point that you brought sometime earlier. When it comes to artistic work, the biggest challenge with counseling people sometimes is that it emboldens their fans. Yes. And in actual fact, what they do is they build a new community of people who are saying, yes, in, it's a child. Yeah. Le, 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 but that, that's what they call, they call and, a, and guess um, what? There's enough idiots in the world to, uh, to support that idiot. There are more anyway. idiots in there the world more than, you than there are people and the who cancel culture cards. You know, you know that, that, that's that's that's, I saw a video on TikTok where people are strategically doing that. They, they're calling it uh, building name? a cult following. 
where you 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 put out an opinion that is so bold yeah. that it it, con- it polarizes people. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, you attract the people who are of that stance, and then you know that the Chris actual Excel. enemy. Yeah. What is the Chris enemy Excel? Is the ones. Most, <laughs> what is Chris Excel? Level, level could dream of Chris Excel's following, but what is it about? <laughs> what is the brand? Instagram, Inlu. What is the brand? What but is you, real? The real brand. Think, you know sorry, what sorry. I actually wanted to put out there is because um, I love words, right? Yeah. And I was speaking to a couple of my friends a couple of days ago, and we're talking about cancel culture. And the guy was like, actually, we forget that the word culture is rooted in the word cult, Mm. right? Mm. So in its nature, culture Mm. is supposed to be unreasonable. It is supposed to be a large group of people believing in something that probably doesn't make sense when you look at it objectively, right? Mm. But within the context of the group and the the cult, Mm. It, it works to galvanize and mobilize people to do a certain thing, yeah. right? And that's just something I want to put out there when we're talking about cancel culture, that it would have that kind of um, identity and that yes. kind of face yes. and yes. dynamic. Yeah. 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 Oh, man, I have so much to say. Okay. <laughs> um, question one, I'll get to the next question. Yeah. Question one, I was going to ask that, do you guys in any way believe that this cancel culture is now... I, I definitely agree with you with how cancel culture started, right? Mm. With values yeah. and... Me too, the Me yeah, Too movement, yeah, yeah. the but genuine don't issues. don't you guys yeah. feel yeah. now yeah. that yeah. this cancel culture has come to a point of like convenience where people are being canceled for someone else's convenience? So if a group of people feel like this person is inconvenient for me, that's then, let's then cancel this person. Mm. Yeah. Right. So that's my question. Do you guys, don't you guys, do you guys feel like the cancel culture has lost its root essence of canceling someone for something that was like yes. really like as, as to say like a crime, right? Yes. Some, someone, someone who really did something wrong, but then you're going to box someone who did really something wrong, something, someone who did something really wrong, like a R. Kelly, and you're going to put him in the same box as uh, Someone who makes the an insurance opinion. guy, opinion. Exactly. <laughs> right? yes. so yeah. that feels like it's more of an inconvenience uh, cancel culture as opposed to actual for yes. something for wrong. justice. That's yeah, what I was exactly. So let me there ask you a go. question That's from, from your. <laughs> it should be about justice. Yes. And when there hasn't, it's more of a. Uh, it's very subjective. That people shouldn't be cancelled for things that are subjective. Whereas. Everything no, is people ca- should, should be cancelled for something subjective. Let's be. let's be clear. No, subject, yeah. People, people ca- for example, should be. No, if we do that, we are be. in danger of we are in danger of allowing too much liberty. Let me yes. give you let me give you something subjective. Let me yeah. give you something subjective. Okay. If you looked at me and said I'm fat, that's subjective. Yes. But guess what? I feel a certain way by the fact that you said it. Yes. And Lebo sitting in this audience has a right to call you out and say, don't say that about Lawrence. You're a fat mm-hmm. Because as much as that's your subjective view yes. of this being a definition <laughs> of someone that is fat, that is wrong. Should so, I be cancelled mm, for that? Lebo has a right it to say, I'm going to put you on time out for it because you are communicating. <laughs> that, that's the thing Absolutely. about cancel culture. That's, that's what the it thing is. about cancel that's, culture. But what I want to ask from his question actually to both of you is, mm. maybe you, Lawrence, yeah. is there a difference between a smear campaign and cancel culture. What you spoke about is exactly what a smear campaign is. Exactly. A smear when campaign I heard him, is I heard someone smear deliberately. Campaign, not but, but, but what they use is they use the cancel culture as a weapon to smear you. Yes. So I still agree in with politics, him. They that do you, that often. In, in politics, in they, politics do they do that often. So they put something out, you know, yeah. b- before the president was before the president was elected, you remember yeah. the cupcake thing came out, and guess what? Till today, cupcake He's cupcake still, still cupcake. runs with him. There was never any proven fact whether those cupcakes were eaten or not. <laughs> there was never, right? But it someone Ooh. politically on any day when they want to smear him, what do they do? They go to parliament and call <laughs> him cupcake. 
They call him something else. Yeah. So that is a smear campaign, but the weapon that is used is cancel culture. So mm. the truth is, cancel culture has been weaponized and can be used as a weapon against some people, and that's what makes its negative side of it. Do you so, think cancel culture in South Africa is different to cancel culture everywhere else? No. no? I think it's yes. the same. You don't? Yes. Yes. I think I think so, so the South African values and systems are largely reflected by how we behave ourselves anonymously. Mm. And there's no greater reflection of that than our social media platforms. Honestly speaking, black Twitter in the main, while entertaining, most of it is toxic. Most of it is it harms a lot of people. Yeah. Most of it, people sit privately in their own spaces and we don't think enough about how much harm we are doing to a lot of people. And I would, I would say to you that in other countries like Sweden and other, some of those Finland, first world countries, I would not be surprised that you will not get away with some of those things. You in actual fact, you won't you get won't. away with the anonymity. Yeah. Mm. And I think the you South African government recently did something amazing, which was a lot of people thought it was censoring. I don't know if you heard about it. There was a, someone who put out a pornographic picture where they cropped the president and I think uh, Minister Begetele in a sexual act. Oh, no. And they found those people. Good. And, and it was just an example of that the state can go after you and some of those things. Mm. But guess what mm. i'm sure some young people thought it was funny they thought it was intriguing and they people retweeted it they put it out they yeah. thought it's, they thought it's overreacting it's yeah. censoring mm. is this yeah. a part but, but guess what mm. the president also has a right to feel harmed yes and you see that's where cancel culture becomes tricky yeah because we all feel different ways about different things that we experience and see so how does someone else have the right to tell me that what i'm feeling isn't in, isn't severe enough for the person who did whatever to me to they, be cancelled. Can I just touch there? Yeah. Here's what I then believe in. Yeah. And here's my fundamental issue about cancel culture. Cancel me without being aggressive to me. Yes. That's it. So as soon as you discover that, I don't, you, you know, you discover that, mm. I don't like this about Lawrence and I'm cancelling them. Don't try and make me... Don't villainize don't, you. Don't villainize me. Yeah. Don't make me and, a villain. Yeah. Simply say, I will not consume Lawrence. Yes. If Lawrence comes on the Label Lion show, I will not listen to that guy's opinion because I figured <laughs> that one, that's... two, three. And do it in your corner, silently, yeah. without the need to send me a tweet to tell me how evil I am and pick that I've got small ears there and large go. eyebrows because <laughs> that's what you want to pick. That's what you want to make me feel bad about, right? So that you make it feel good. So I think cancel culture is good because it allows for urgency. It allows yes. people to choose what they want to consume, what they want to consume, things that are consistent with their values that are not consistent with their values. But at the same time, let's be careful that in thinking because someone needs to be cancelled, we don't hurt them further and people it. end up doing all sorts of things, committing suicide and other things That's like that. That's absolutely why I'm, I'm so against cancel cultures because at, if you've been on the receiving end of it, mm. you see there'll be maybe 10% of people trying to correct what you did. Yeah. And, and the rest of them just are just, you. oh, she's this, she's that. Yeah. I knew it. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's not cancel culture. That and is, a, it's, a, it's, it's um, I, I did kind of, maybe correct me if I'm wrong, but I did view it as, you've always been waiting for me to slip up. It yeah. felt like and bullying was, for it's you. It's very much yeah. bullying. It, there yeah. is an element of that. Mm. And I just, for anyone who's watching, and we'll get to your question just now, there's a smear campaign, right? Mm. Yeah. There's cancel culture, and then there's also slander. Yeah. And people like to confuse those things, yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. And that's also why I'm, I'm an advocate for it when it does the right thing. Yes. But also in talking about cancel culture, and I'm just playing devil, devil's advocate half the time, but in talking about it, I want us to also be fair to the people who cancel. Mm. Because when it suits us, we use them. Mm to fulfill our own means. True, and we true. don't say they mean. True. We don't say they're bullies. True. We don't say they're looking for us. So I feel like we, we don't have enough compassion when we talk about people 
who are cancelling when it doesn't suit us. And we need to have that because mm. they're not doing it out of malice a lot of the time. That's yeah. why we can use them to do the right things, like with clicks and whatever. Yeah. For no, me, you know. So, so we need to be fair in the conversation. Yeah. I'm not saying the victims aren't victims and they don't have trauma. There's a lot of trauma in being cancelled. Absolutely. You know, you literally want to go away and hide for a month or something. It's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. But also... You suddenly go on a diet. Yes, or go on a diet. <laughs> but you also have to think about, do we talk about accountability? Do we yes. talk about people actually being honest with themselves about how they behave and the consequences of their behavior. You know, yeah. Lebo, interestingly, as I was just doing my research on cancel culture, I, I bumped into something very old. I bumped into a scripture, of all things, right? Amen. Uh, uh, I bumped into a scripture, <laughs> something that I didn't think will, will come to your mind. So I realized that canceling culture has actually been as Bible years old, right? Yes. Now, there's a, there's a, there's a Bible, biblical text in Matthew 18, and it talks about how if someone sins, uh, go to him and tell him, and, and if he does not, you don't come to an agreement that this what you're doing is wrong. Yes, it yes. then says, call one or two, three other witnesses. Mm -hmm. So that the fact, and it's interesting, it says that so that the facts can be gathered. Thank you. And then it says, if the brother does not uh, also admit that he's walking in his stray ways, he then says, take him to the church. And if he also does not get to that place, and then it says, treat him as, as, as unto a Gentile, and you, you know, which is an, sort of an, an outcast in that time, in that context, that's what the, it was meant. Now, I, I got an amazing lesson from just looking at that model. I realized something. What's missing with the council culture is no one usually brings the second brother, mm. as yeah. that text says. No one brings the second brother, number one. Some people don't second, even go as themselves exactly. on their own. The second thing that that, that, text, that text also speaks about is so that the facts can be ascertained. No one does the second thing. Oh, no. They don't ascertain the facts. Oh, no. Largely, last but not least, no one takes you to a group of people with common values like you, which is what a church ideally should be, right? Yes. And says to you, look, we love you, we appreciate you, but I think you need to realize that that statement was homophobic. That was transphobic. That statement was, was against someone's religion. That was fat shaming. That was, you know, and, and when we don't take people back into those communities and those places, they then are not able to reflect. I think any form of cancel culture should lead to a place where people can reflect, can think about what they're doing, and then come back and say, have I done right for my friends, for the people that love me, and the society that I live in? That, in essence, is, I believe, is the ultimate way to deal with cancel culture. People must be taken back to reflect, to think clearly, and hopefully come back with the sense that, look, perhaps I did harm people, and I need to reflect and think clearly on what I need to do, mm. and work their way. But last but not least, I think almost everyone deserves a second chance. Absolutely. You know, Almost. this is a tricky conversation. And I'm loving that both our panelists are sharing their views. You know, it's, it's a good thing, guys. I think what this panel has shown you guys is you can have different op opposing views yeah. to the people around you and still be kind and still speak properly. And literally, you can even be friends with those people if you wanted to be. But it doesn't have to be a war. It doesn't. And yeah. what I find so troubling about cancel culture is the inhumanity of the whole ecosystem. So the way the victims are mad at the people canceling, the way the people canceling are mad at the people, it's like, well, we're all people. Why don't we see this in each other? Yes, that yeah. we're all people. Yeah. Yeah. And if you were just talking to another person, how would you speak to them? How would you want things to carry out? Correct. You know, and, and then we miss out on the opportunities of these things like cancel culture that could be so amazing there was, if they were done right. There was a, a lady on TikTok who made a video um, and it trended quite a bit. Oh, she was saying um, something about women calling themselves independence when it's not independence, it's normal. 
you know what I mean? It's normal, yeah. And I felt offended by that. I'm like, yeah. I'm independent. I've worked hard to be, to do this. I, I acknowledge that not other not a lot of other women are doing this, so I'm going to be proud of that, right? And I was mad at her. Mm. Two days or three days later, I see a video by her where she's talking about something else, and I'm cracking myself laughing because I'm like, this is hilarious, right? Then I remembered, wait, isn't this the same person who was <laughs> saying that same video? No. And I realized that, guys, people are so multifaceted. Yeah. Just because Lebo has said that one thing that didn't sit well with me does not mean that I have to rule or cut off Lebo completely. Yeah. Lebo has a whole package. I just don't like that part of her, but she's still Lebo. Mm-hmm. Give her a chance. But cancel culture is not about liking somebody. It's not... It, at least at the root of it. Yeah, it, it seems not. to be about Some people disliking about somebody. Yeah, yeah. It, it shouldn't be about like, it should be about justice. Yeah. I so guess the question the is, 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 is this about, is the responsibility on the counsellor, mm-hmm. the one that counsels to correct, or it's for you, the people that are near you, your associates, your friends, because some person on Twitter watching your YouTube channel mm. has no direct access to you at the end of the day, right? Yeah. Exactly. So, so let's also be careful that we don't try and think that the audience, the people that counsel, have some sort of duty to come and correct and you. Correct, I think yeah. it's the people around you that need to love you enough to pull you aside. It's for babe to pull you aside and say, babe, you know what? What you said on the, on the show the other day was actually was off. It. You, it was not it. And, and then reflect. And next time you come back on your next episode, you come back as Lebo and say, you know what, guys, I want to start with an apology. Uh, and, and everyone moves on, right, yeah. from that. Yeah. And I think we need to just have a culture that loves people enough, mm-hmm. that covers people enough, such that even when people are cancelled, and I say this over and over again, Everyone that is, can- that is cancelled or goes to prison has a mother, has a father. And chances are high, there's someone visiting my prison. Question from the team. Oh, uh, yes, I wanted to ask, um, why do you guys, uh, or your opinion at least, why do you guys think that this, the cancel culture itself is so associated with us black people? Hey, that's a good it, question. The, the culture came um, lately... The culture came through the Me Too movement, uh, into the Me Too movement and the Black Lives Matter movement, literally. That is the season in which it was defined from an academic perspective. That is when it was then starting to be recorded as what is defined as a cultural culture. But, and, and also it was associated with what they call Black Twitter. Some researchers at least say so. It was associated with what they call Black Twitter mm-hmm. uh, in the U.S., and, and, as it, and you will see that even in the Mewtwo movement, the Black Lives Matter movement, at the center of it was, was largely the black community. So it's been associated with us, but it's evolved. That's the honest truth. It's then evolved to a culture that just about everyone is using. And, and, and perhaps it's just new terminology for old actions, right? It might just be new terminology for something that happened for many generations, like we've probably said. But the reality is that it was, it was initially uh, associated with a number of black movements that were happening at that time. But also, it is the characteristic of marginalized groups that when they do speak out for themselves, mm. that act of justice gets characterized negatively. So they won't say, oh, these people are fighting for themselves. For justice, They'll yeah. say, oh, they're just complaining because they don't know, because they're a marginalized group and people don't accept agency from people who are marginalized. Absolutely. So they want to redefine how they seek identity and everything by naming it in a negative way. So when a woman speaks up for herself, she's just complaining. (laughs) Do you get what I'm saying? But if a man says it, he's actually speaking up for himself Mm. because women are marginalized groups and marginalized groups are not supposed to be able to define what they do and seek justice for themselves. And that's why black people will be associated with cancel culture. Even though it's not a black thing, it's just a people thing. It's everyone thing. It's, it's an everyone, everyone thing. thing. Okay, but then guys, don't you also think that 
like you said, right, it started with the Me Too and it started in America, but don't you think as Tina, like South Africans, South Africa, canceling someone is not within our culture. I love that it's cancel culture. In our culture, in our, we're community people, mm-hmm. right? We believe if that person is wrong, his representation and all of us, and it's our job as a community to help that person, not cancel that person. That thing is Americanized thing. It's not our thing. So why do we adapt it so much, even though, even though it's not our thing? Do we see ourselves as a community, as black people? Yeah. I, th- I think, you know, let's accept. Values and culture are, are always going to change. Mm. The truth is the average black culture has changed. We are now a highly individualized society. The days in which we used to live in the communal areas had communal values and shared values are completely different. Mm. Nowadays, the average, these two girl child, their way of living could be completely inconsistent with how their mother would like them to live. Mm. They could go and live with their boyfriends and guess what? No sense of anything is wrong with it, right? But yet mom, 15, 20 in her time and her generation. Or mom even now wishes, you know what? Label, I wish if you're going to live with a man, that man will come and speak to your father, pay Lobola and walk out. But guess what? You live inconsistent with those family values. So that's just a reflection of the fact that the world that you're living in has changed. And as a result, that narrative that says as black people, uh, you know, perhaps this cancel culture is not there. I think cancel culture has always been there. It had different names, it had different ways, but there were ways in which we banished people in the smartest way. And like I said, cancel culture, whatever you call it, banishment or, or, or you know, sending people in, abandonment whatever. is no. as old as biblical times. And even in our own black cultures, it was there. But what we did well, my brother, and I agree with you, what we did well is, I think black cultures had a good culture sometimes of trying to embrace and try and, and also manage those things. But that managing also had consequences that are very negative. Yes. Because, I mean, even when you read Things Fall Apart by Chinua Achebe, Achebe, he shows so many instances of cancel culture within African communities. Mm. And you're just like, whoa, so the discrimination and all of those things have always existed because they have to, yeah. because they were living within a culture. And for a culture to work, there has to be something we're against yeah. as much as there's something we are for. Yeah. Um, I wanted to pick up uh, on something that Lawrence said earlier on about the fact that when certain people get cancelled, um, it emboldens maybe their audience or them themselves, you know, to actually go out and maybe seek new audiences, all of that. And just bringing it back to the fact that this is a podcast for marketers. Yeah. And the question is, uh, because as, as an economist, I know that you can never waste a good crisis. <laughs> so, if faced with a cancel situation, how can a person take advantage from a marketing point of view, how do you take advantage of you being canceled yeah. or perhaps your client has been canceled and capitalize on that as an opportunity? Because yeah. we, we're obviously looking at this from a negative point of view, yeah. but for others, they're looking at it like, there's, you know, this is... There's something there. Yeah, there's there something really there. Is. So I, I want to answer that. There's two things that need to happen. As soon as someone is canceled, your question is, how can they take advantage? The first thing is, think whether you should be taking advantage of it or not. That's the first thing. And I'll tell you why. Because whatever you do after you've been cancelled is a reflection of your 
values. Your internal values. And that's how brands must, must operate anytime there's a crisis. Anytime there's a crisis, anytime there's anything, the first thing that any brand should reflect is the consistent values. Now, if you're an artist and you're, you're doing hip-hop and you have a, a certain lifestyle that is consistent with being a rebellion, guess what? Of course you will take advantage of it. And, and, and guess what you will do? Normally, the people will either deny so if taking advantage was about taking advantage, the first thing they will do is they will deny. And what happens when they deny? It emboldens those that are following and those that are following want to consume some more. Right? Today morning, the president, former President uh, Trump was, was indicted and he's made to go to trial. And you know what people are doing? It's just made them even stronger. <laughs> you know, the, the even it makes them even know. So the first thing that as soon as you are in a crisis, as soon as you are tempted to want to take advantage of it, ask yourself, should I actually should be taking advantage of it? And if, if it's consistent with your values, if you are a, a person that just wants to be famous, for example, oh, great opportunity. I'm trending. So guess what? You put out more content and it just keep it in anyone. But what you must be careful of is from then on, your brand gets redefined. Your brand adds new values that previously many people may not have associated with it. And I think that is where the conversation should always be uh, internally. But if you do not want to take advantage of it, here's what I would do. If my brand got into trouble, this is what I would recommend. The first thing I will say to you is, number one, check your facts as fast as possible. If you, can't check, if you can't see the facts, like the case of many of these artists that get into trouble, they are fair and whatnot, the first thing that you must do is put out an apology if you must. And then clearly articulate that you will seek the facts. And as soon as the facts are done, you'll come out. A football player for Orlando Pirates just this week was found guilty for clapping his girlfriend. Mm -hmm. What did the club say? They put out point by point. We know that he went to court. We know he said he did not uh, help. We know he said he wants anger management uh, uh, classes. And guess what? He's been found guilty. We will continue to deal with him. As an employee, internally, we will not speak about it anymore. That line, of course, is an interesting line yes. uh, for, for anyone in PR, right? Mm -hmm. So that shows that the company is taking responsibility. The company is not ignoring that this football player who plays for their team beat up his girlfriend. But they are also saying it's not our issue, it's his issue. And we will deal with him as an employee. So I think it's very important that brands at the end of the day are, are able to be honest, transparent, communicate, be consistent, put an apology if you're must, if you've aired, but more importantly, show that your values you can exhibit your values after that by doing something about it. So the question is, what are they really going to do about the football player who beat up his girlfriend? So I'm looking forward to seeing what they will do. I largely agree with you, Lawrence, but I will put a, a, another dimension to this and say, we are living in the social media era, right? Where it feels like people know you more because you have a social media account, right? Yeah. Presidents have social media accounts and singers and whatever, everybody has a social media account who matters. So what social media has done is that it's forced people to show an element of authenticity yeah. to how they show up. Yeah. So when someone writes a press release, and this is how we feel, people really think that's disingenuous. Yeah. They go, ah, these people are just trying to yeah. show yeah. face. Yeah. But actually, what do you really believe in? Do you get what I'm saying? And so for me, I feel like that way of doing PR could have worked before social media, but now you need to have another social media plan on top of that. Yeah. So yes, we're standing by the soccer players getting anger management. What is he showing on a social media page as well as this is happening? Happy family. Not just happy family. Mm. Him going to the things, 
him being in community speaking to younger men. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So you, ca you can't escape that spotlight of being seen now. Once yeah. you're trending, you're trending. Once you're getting cancelled, you're getting cancelled. Mm. You have to work with it. You mm. have no choice. Mm. You can't just write something and say, and not respond, I'll you see know, you guys, or not respond. Yeah. You have to, and you have mm. to show it online as well. And I think that's where most companies are getting it wrong. They write press releases, they do all the formal stuff, but they forget about social media where the cancel culture started. Yeah. <laughs> so they're actually not making people feel any better about the brand and they're leaving people to their own devices and they get angrier and cancel even more. Yeah. And I wish more companies would focus on their social media PR and comms yeah. so right. that yeah. it's coherent yeah. with their internal policies and how they want to show up. Yeah, but, but you know? one, of the, one of the strategies that some companies are employing silence Ugh, the worst uh, which is one of the worst it's right the worst. We, we're finding that companies don't respond sometimes mm. when something happens they they look for two days three days because they're hoping it will blow away mm. they're hoping it's not got nothing to do with them really yeah. so they allow it to go away and eventually they find themselves digging themselves in a lot more hole, digger yeah. Yeah, yeah. hole than yeah. they even think yeah okay before we end this i've got a a question will smith slapped chris rock he got cancelled he did no? Should he have been cancelled? Chris Rock. Chris Rock. I said Chris Rock. I said Chris Brown. I'll ask the question again. <laughs> okay. Before we finish off this podcast, I have one more question for you guys. Will Smith <laughs> slapped Chris Rock. <laughs> Sorry, it's not funny. Should he have been cancelled for doing that? Lawrence, you can go first on that one. So, so here's the funny thing. Knowing the theatrics of Hollywood, I actually thought it was a ploy initially. Yeah. I was like so convinced that this is a stunt. Yeah. Mm. For a long time, I was waiting for the part where they say, hey, guys, you know what? TV ratings and all that it was. But it, it turned out that it was not. Mm. So it, it was a fact that Will Smith was angry and he lashed out. And um, I, I think he should have been cancelled for a season so that he can go for counselling. There you go. And I think that's what has happened. Mm -hmm. I have a feeling that he's gone back, he's reflected, and he's put out an apology. His apology has led to what we spoke about. Someone has decided to do a tour instead, Dang. based on his apology, yeah. and take advantage of the brand. But there guess what? Chris Rock is a comedian. The, his silence was because he knew he wanted to take advantage of it. Mm -hmm. Right? So was he meant to be cancelled? Yes. I think yes. But without doubt, I don't think it's a kind of incident that should punish him. Yes. I think he's Yellow an absolutely great Yellow actor. Absolutely. I think he's shown a lot of restraint. If the rumors that uh, his spouse has been engaged in other activities, I think the, his response to even that shows a lot of restraint, mm. restraint as a matter of character. A lot of men will probably not handle that kind of attitude. Yeah. And, and perhaps he, he responded as an agent of someone else, right? Which he says, don't say that about my wife. Mm. And, 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 and perhaps we need to examine that attitude and hope that this is what he's going through in terms of examining his psyche yes, uh, in exactly. that. But yeah. definitely, I would watch a Will Smith movie mm -hmm. if it comes out mm -hmm. uh, soon because he has put out an apology and I don't think he has shown a consistent attitude of smacking people. <laughs> Sorry, that statement sounds so funny. No, it's true. Oh, no, I absolutely <laughs> agree. I agree. Yeah. It was a once-off... Um, um, lash out he was clearly very emotional yeah. about what whatever had happened and it's very human not that we're all going to do it yeah. but it's a human response to something that he cares a lot about and that's why i don't think that he should be cancelled no i don't think he should be cancelled but i think he should be held accountable 
for what he did. So yes, they bl- they banned him from the. The, from the Oscars, the Oscars, the Oscars yeah. exactly, absolutely, that's correct. Um, this but movie no, was pushed back. There was a movie pushed back, I think, oh, yeah. and it released a very brilliant movie after that. Ah, mm. okay, yeah. Rehabilitation, that's it. Did you cancel him, Lebo? No, uh, no I He's too cute to be cancelled. Mm. Sh- so. No, it's not about him being cute. I think I just don't follow enough Hollywood Dr. Nandi. stuff. Nandi. Like, I, I don't watch movies enough to to be cancelling people. It doesn't really matter to me. But I will say that. I am against violence, yeah. right? In any way, shape, or form. What he did was violent. So I'm glad he apologized because that behavior is not congruent with his character that we've seen, you know? But another thing that I've also seen with cancel culture that I wanted to touch on very quickly is how, if, let's say, as a society, we decide to cancel Will Smith, right? If someone says, but I'm not canceling him, there'll be a whole of swarm of people of deciding to cancel that person for not canceling, for not canceling that canceling person. So there's that peer pressure bullying <laughs> yeah. that comes with not wanting to be part of... Because it's a cult. Something. This cult. Yeah. Here's, here's simple wisdom. Here's simple wisdom. As soon as you see that a movement is going in a certain wind and your belief is going in a certain wind, do not express it in offense. Mm-hmm. But even here's, if you don't express no, no, it... No, no, just... Who knows if you don't say no, no, no. That's Even, wisdom. Say nothing. For example, can I give a, uh, an example <laughs> Wisdom here? says say nothing. Homosexuality has become um, very accepted hmm. compared to how it was uh, um, a couple of years back, which is a great thing. But people forget that there are still people who are religious and their Bible or their Quran or their whatever they, they, they get their belief from still says that homosexuality is a yes. sin, just as an example. Yes. So if a devout Christian were to say that I'm not homo, uh, hom- uh, homophobic, mm. I don't hate, for example, labels that she's uh, um, lesbian, lesbian yeah. right? just as an example. But the fact that that Christian stated that homosexuality is a sin according to their religion, they'll get cancelled. Yes, and, 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 and mm. it's, it's, a, it's, a deep, it's a deep discussion. I'm, I'm glad you brought it but at the end of it, which, which is more complex, right? Yeah. So, so I think I'm glad you said that, that there's people who have certain communal values, right? Mm. And such as religions mm. that have certain communal values. That aesthetic, that they will define as non-changing, right? And I always say to you people that when it comes to religion, don't be bothered about a religion that is other people's. Mm. Absolutely don't be bothered about it. Yeah. You're saying something that I'm doing is sin. Yes. Is your saying according to the definition exactly. of your God exactly. and how you are reading the text. Yes. So yes. leave me say it with, if it means to be. And that sin being a measure, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's missing the mark according mm. to my God and according to my Christian text. You should not find offense in it really, to be you honest shouldn't. with you. We sh- the you, sh- the you, only part you shouldn't. That- the only part that the person should be upset about is if I'm suddenly treating Lebo differently because she's lesbian. Yes. Or if I weaponize the scriptures. Yes. Also, be careful Therefore. that I can also take the scripture, that same scripture, and I can weaponize it against you to make you feel a certain exactly. way and exercise you mm. in, in that same way mm. with that same dimension. But I guess we are in danger of having a religious discussion which could yes. get us, us oh, cancelled after the, the show will get cancelled and Lebo wants to have a show next week. <laughs> Well, guys, thank you so much for joining me. I want to, I literally just thought of this now, but I want us to do a little game, play a little game called Cancel or Keep. Oh, no. I'm never. going to. <laughs> never wants us to get cancelled. I'm a politician. I want to explain things. <laughs> cancel or Keep. I'm just going to mention four things. Very easy, very nice, very simple. And I'll say one word and then you guys can decide. You'll okay, decide wait, Q wait. and then. 
Give us a little say. bit more context. Is this person a public figure? You'll hear. Working in. You'll okay. Hear. We, we are about to find out. Okay. <laughs> okay. So the first one is avocado. Keep. What did the avocado do? Keep. Nothing. Are we cancelling or keeping We're avocado? We're keeping avocado. It has a very bad rep on social media. Yeah, it's got bad People rep. really tweet really bad, horrible things about Three years ago, I would have cancelled it. Why? Avocado is the best thing it's, it's ever. I was, I was forced to enjoy avocado. <laughs> like, so what did avocado okay. do? <laughs> now I do. Escom. Keep. Keep. You'd keep it. Yeah. It's a fundamental. It's a fundamental. Yeah. How do you no, remove? I, I don't have options for so long. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep with this problem. It's an abusive relationship, but <laughs> hey, it has to work. Okay, clicks. Keep. Keep. Oh my goodness. Although I prefer this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Facebook. Keep. Keep, it's a medium. Doesn't matter. We're not cancelling anyone. No, it works for me. Facebook. I use it as a tool. It's my tool. It works to what I want it to be. It's a medium. Instagram? Keep. Uh, I guess keep. Give us a more controversial one. Like. No, no. Okay, it's coming. The last one. Okay. Yeah. Cancel culture. Cancel. <laughs> keep. I would replace it. So you're cancelling I'm cancelling it. I'm putting in accountability culture. And he's keeping it. Reflect. Keeping it. Yeah, I think you need to reflect. You keep it and you That's need to, thing, people need to reflect. Accountability is different to cancelling. Yeah. Accountability means, okay, you did wrong. We'll give, we'll give you another chance. It doesn't have to be now, mm. but we'll give you another chance at some point. You could take the time out to re- rehabilitate, look at what you did, assess what you did, come back and apologize and then we're good. Yeah. But to cancel means delete. You're done. No, no, no. Then I, I'm, with, I'm with you on that context, that people need to be rehabilitated. I'm a believer in second chances mm-hmm. at the end of the day. I sincerely believe in second chances. I think 90% of the things that most people do wrong yeah. can be fixed, can, can be worked on, and Absolutely. those people can find good use in society in one way or another. So yeah. Yeah. people should be kept. Yeah. Um, and if maybe rubbing and writing with a pencil rather than completely cancelling. There you go, there you go. Or we give people okay. like a three yellow cards and then you get cancelled. Hey, but who's counting? <laughs> Who's counting? Who's counting? Um, Lawrence, yeah. Hugh, thank you so much for joining us on the Label Lion Show today to talk about con- cancel culture. I know a lot of people are going to get a lot from this. Please, whatever you do, don't listen to this emotionally. <laughs> <laughs> listen to it calmly because we are representing different voices and different perspectives. And if you want to have a life that is rich, that allows you to connect with many people, you have to be open to different opinions. Absolutely. So keep your mind open when you're listening to our conversation today. And I also want to know in the comment section what you would cancel or keep. Would you keep or cancel cancel culture? Would you keep or cancel avocados and ESCOM and clicks? I can't remember the other one that I said. But let me know in the comment section below and let's have a conversation about it. Don't forget to follow me on all social media platforms at labelline underscore SA and at the Label Lion Show on Instagram and Twitter. Lawrence, please share your social media handles. At Dube, at Dube Lawrence on Twitter. I think that's the safest place to follow me. Uh, Instagram <laughs> is perhaps slightly... <laughs> and and what, are your, what are your closing words to our audience? Well, I think the closing words is, number one, if you're a person, make sure that you, you, you're consistent with your brand. Define your own values. Know these are my values. And as you build a brand, make sure that you're very consistent with those values. Such that even when you go into a crisis, you're able to say, I'm sorry, I behaved out of line of my values. These are my values. And you know what? 
you can continue to act consistent with those values in future. Mm. But if you're a hypocrite, sooner or later we'll always find out. And that's what makes people sometimes get cancelled because they figure out that perhaps you have been a hypocrite or they figure out they're not consistent with brand. So whatever your brand is, just make sure it's consistent. Make sure it's, it's not built on, on just the mirage. Mm. Make sure it's built on your own internal values and behave outwardly the same way you will behave privately. Q, where can they find you on social media? Q underscore on Instagram and Lady Q on TikTok. And what I would leave with would be people are people. And I would like to give people as many chances as I would need if I were in the, the offend, offender's um, position. Oh, well. that's so heartwarming. I love it. Yeah. It's a great way to end the podcast. Guys, don't forget to leave your comments. Don't forget to follow all of us and let's broaden the conversation. Let's open it up because that's what we're about to do. That's what we do here. And until next time, don't forget that the only way to eat an elephant is one bite at a time. Toodles. Me back to-